Hey everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. We have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. This is episode 265, Decorating with No Entry. And the show notes for today's episode can be found at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 265. This is a fun one, I think. And when we say no entry, we mean like that you don't have, there's no entry into your house. We mean foyer. Yes. Right, girls? Foyer, vestibule. Yeah. So there has to be a door. (laughs) We don't mean there's no door. (laughs) Then you're climbing in the window. That doesn't make sense. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I grew up with a house like this. I grew up in a Cape Cod for most of my life from five to maybe 16. We lived in this um, yellow Cape Cod on Long Island. And it was such a charming house with the dormers and all of that. But yeah, you walked up the brick steps and opened the door and bam, you were in the living room. Oh, Okay. And I don't know, I've never discussed this with my mom, but now maybe I will, uh, how <laughs> she felt about that. She did have um, a rug because we're she's very tidy, as I've mentioned several times before, very tidy. So there's a rug right at the entryway with fringe, which she would arrange all the time to have it get straight. <laughs> and did she have the, uh, the, the rake out there, the fringe rake? Well, no, but my grandmother did have that shag carpeting. So she had the market on the rakes. No, there, there was oh. just hand <laughs> fringing with your fingers. It was just oh, a little fringe. Oh it was my. just <laughs> You know, just a little area rug. Sometimes it got to be my job. Um, and then th- that's where you would put your shoes. So that was, that was really it. Like that was the entryway. And then I remember there was a, um, I guess, I don't know if anybody even calls them anymore a dry sink because we had this colonial thing yes. going on. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there was a dry sink to the uh, left as you walked in. But it was not like a place where you would put your keys or anything like that. I don't really know what my parents did with their keys, to tell you the truth, or anything that you would need right. by well, the door. Well, definitely ask mom. You should, I'm going to ask her. Yeah, because yeah, it was not one of those houses where you could come into the house through the garage. And it was a traditional Cape Cod where you parked your car in the garage and you walked out around, you know, up your walkway, mm-hmm. up your steps, and into your house. So yeah, I'm not sure what they did with all of that or where she kept her handbag. And then there was a little closet, like one of those, you know, tiny little shoebox-sized closets mm-hmm. to the right. And then pretty much like maybe two, not even two big long steps, two regular th- three steps maybe, then you would have gone upstairs. Mm-hmm. And then the mm-hmm. rest of it, where's yeah. the TV? There's the sofa. It was all right there. Well, you know, it's interesting because our city house in in the Heights in Houston has a kind of a hallway that you walk in, but there's not really a foyer. There's no room for a table. And there really isn't a lot of wall space to put any artwork. And then at the farm, uh, which you were recently at, Kelly, you just open the door and you're in the living room kitchen. It's a very small house, so there's not room for a foyer. And, you know, I, I guess talking about this, I just wanted to say, I don't think if you have a big foyer, enjoy it, decorate it, have fun with it. I think it's a great thing. But if you don't have it, you know what? I think it's still great because if you don't have it, that means you're not wasting space on it and you can use that for living. So I think it's win-win either way, but there's a lot of things that you can do. Uh, I'm going to be honest at the farm. I'm glad we don't have a foyer. It would have taken up so much space. We'd be, you know, just 
shoehorning ourselves into the kitchen. Yeah, so I think it makes no sense with some houses. House. Yeah, if someone came into that house, uh, um, you know, after 10 p.m. while I was there, yeah. I was I was sleeping there. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I was right there, front and center. But yeah, well, but, I think that was the night I realized that the key was left in the front door all night. So whatever. Uh, if you had told me that, I mean, it was like a little scary, you guys. She lives on Skull <laughs> Creek Road. Oh, no, I, know, I don't. It was, <laughs> if I had let my th- myself think like, wow, it's really dark out. No, but it was absolutely fabulous. I and it's Skull Creek it. Road. Yeah, yeah. But you could, you could have scared yourself a little. So I'm glad that I didn't know that. Because you just door. aren't, we're, aren't used to all that dark and quiet. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah super well, dark you know, and quiet. But if you want to have an entry, there are ways to that you can uh, visually create one. Of course, you can structurally try to create one, uh, but. You know, that's obviously more of an expense, more of an, an endeavor. So today we're probably going to give you some ideas about how you can create one if you don't have one. And as Anita says, and if you don't have one and you never really thought you needed one, then, you know, go for it. Be free. Mm-hmm. Come right well, in. And it's interesting. I used to have at the farm a table to the right and a mirror, which you would think of traditional entryway fair to have in there. And that's probably one of the suggestions we have for people. If you don't have an entryway, the reality is we weren't using the mirror. We weren't using the table. It was just ended up being something to walk around. Uh So, um, you know, we, I, I got rid of it. I mean, so, and actually I think it's nice having the open space. So, I mean, really think about, I think the bottom line is, is your space working for you? Mm-hmm. If you feel like you need a place to put these things, then yeah, let's talk about adding some furniture or some other things that'll work. But again, it, you, you might be great with nothing there. Well, you know, in my daughter's house um, in DC on Capitol Hill, I don't know if you would even call it a foyer, but you open her front door and there's just like a a little bit of a wall and then a wall that goes up the stairs. You're immediately like walking towards that and you turn to the right to go into the living room. But she has it set up so comfortably that it looks very welcoming when you walk in. It's not like, uh, okay, bam, we're going to just walk right into the living room. She has, um, there's a radiator that is on the left-hand side. So what do you do? It's like right by the door. And so what she did is she just got two corbels and put a board over top of it. And she has a nice little place to put a vignette and they do have like a little bowl. They can put their keys. And then she put a mirror on one side just to give it a little more openness. And she has a really nice rug there that, you know, people can walk on. And if they have dirty feet or whatever, that it doesn't go to the rest of their house, but it does look, although there's basically no foyer to, to really talk about, she does have it delineated where it's n- nothing's in the way, but it just is beautifully decorated. So you feel like, oh, you just get like that pretty welcome as soon as you walk in. Yeah, the pretty welcome is so nice. And I think the functionality of a little entryway is important. Mm-hmm. I like to have um, some sort of table with maybe a drawer, or even if you can just get away with some sort of basket if you don't have a whole lot of room, just some place to put things, like you're saying, a little bowl, something place to put your keys and whatnot. I think it's a really nice way to, um, you know, greet yourself when you come in, if you're able to put something pretty by the front door. And it's also, uh, 
it gives you a landing place for some of these things where then mm-hmm. you'd be searching for your keys or your dog leash or all of these things someplace else in the house. If that's the, the door you're coming in and out of most, it's nice to have that all there. And just depending on the type of you know, setup you have, like if you had what my mom and dad have, like, bam, you're right there. Mm-hmm. That's really hard because there's no wall on either side. There's no space. But even in that sort of situation, you can sort of delineate it, you know, again, with some sort of rug. Maybe you put a chair, like just sort of put maybe, you know, rakishly to the side or something like that. You know, just <laughs> sort of, it doesn't look like it's the timeout chair or mm-hmm. it doesn't look like it's part of the living room. Maybe you set it up, a small chair, you know, something wooden, I wouldn't do anything upholstered, anything like that. And maybe on there, you put some sort of covered basket, just something where you can tuck the important stuff in and, and get it as you're coming and going. I like your idea if you have the room to put something to the left or right of it. Like your mother used a dry sink in those days, a small buffet, a small, um, some kind of a cabinet, something, you know, sometimes you can get ones that are not more than like two and a half feet wide that are very narrow, but would um, give you maybe a little place to put uh, things like keys or dog leashes or just a, a lamp on it to delineate that, to give a little light for the foyer. Cause you know, my dislike of overhead lights. Right. So something that would just give a real pretty ambiance or a candle um, or a lantern or something like that, that would just be a little welcoming right there. Something not too big and that would fit the rest of your house. I think that's a nice way to go. Yeah, I, I I totally agree. I just did a YouTube video about our entry, and mm-hmm. uh, I'll link that in the show notes. It it has it's not a big entry in this house, but because it's an older home, I think at some point, even though it's California, they were worried about drafts or something like that. So I have a doorway. And there was actually another doorway going into the living room. Oh, mm-hmm. there's a doorway still, but there were mm-hmm. actual doors. So we took those off. And then, the, but there is a door, which I thought was really charming. And I left that one to the dining room. Plus, it, with the glass front door, if you wanted some privacy, you could shut the door to the dining room. Otherwise, you can see all the way through. Um, but it's not a very big area. And I would say, you know, now having been to Anita's house in the Heights, it's maybe only slightly wider than her entry there, her hallway entry. But we were able to get a um, a standing piece because we don't have a coat closet just for shoes and things like that and some backpacks and a table. On the table, a lamp, because I think that's really important. If you can get a nice, some nice lighting, some ta- task lighting, or really just the ambient light from a table lamp is nice in the entryway. You can leave that on as a night light if somebody's out late or something like that. And then we were able to get a bench in there too, which, you know, I like to use to display my pretty pillows, but other people like to throw their, you know, volleyball clothes and things like that. But (laughs) it is a spot where you could sit and put your shoes on and things like that. So even though it's a pretty, if you watch the video, you see it's not a big space, but I got all the things that we needed into the space and it really functions well. It yeah, is I bigger than your nice. house, but not tremendously bigger. You know, it no, has mine more is, space. Yeah, it definitely you, has right, some but, more space, but, you know, that it's not huge. Right. I don't have room for furniture at all. 
So I couldn't put anything in there. So, you know, if somebody were in my situation and they wanted something, I I really don't even have wall space to put anything as you walk in the door. But, you know, you could even try a wall shelf to put your keys on. I don't mind just walking on in. I have, uh, what I did was put a dresser behind my sofa as you walk in the back door, that's on your right. And so the the sofa's facing, you know, it's kind of out in the middle of the room because I have an open concept room. So to the left is my kitchen, to the right is my living room. So you walk in right behind the back of the sofa. So I put a chest of drawers back there and that's been great to put my purse on or put my keys on. I actually have chairs on either side. So it's kind of, so it's kind of like I use the back of the sofa as a wall to put some furniture and it's near the back door rather than the front, but that actually worked rather well for a place for us to set our things down. Yeah. So there are ways to create the entry without doing any structural work. So what you can do is delineate the space with furniture, with rugs, uh, perhaps hanging a mirror, things that would A, be useful, B, be pretty, but also that would set that area apart from the rest of the house. And, you know, as we're saying in these, some Cape Cod houses or like Anita's house on the farm, there's just no way to do that. But if you can do it, um, these are some tips. So you're going to want to put a rug in there that it was, is somehow associated with the doorway, right? And then have the furnishing sort of you know, I don't want to say huddling, but sort of, you know, around <laughs> that, you know, because it's not going to be a big space, right? But so you want it to not look like it's flowing into the living room. Like, oh, I would just sit on this chair to watch the TV or something like that. You want it to have it directed towards the entryway. And, you know, so in that, and like we've said before about rugs, you know, if you have a rug in that area, it's going to ground that space. And then you can sort of create... um the sense of an entryway by positioning a table, or even if it's just some hooks on the wall, if you don't have room for a table or something like that, or even if it's just a ba- maybe a stack of three baskets with lids that you have some things that you can grab. Maybe the stuff you don't use that much is on the bottom one, but on the top one, you're going to maybe toss your keys or the dog leash or something that you need to get to all the time. You don't want to be you know unstacking and restacking all the time. But there are, if you take a look at your entryway and see what you've got going on there, um, you might be able to carve out this little space for yourself. I think you, excuse me, I think you have to be very judicious about how um, how much furniture you put there. And I think, um, you know, like a, a small table, like you said, small like buffet, hutch, whatever, something small though. And a chair is a really good idea, but you also have to be careful um, are you going to put too much in there that gets in the way? And Kelly, you're right on about hooks. Now, there's there are very good things, and we have them in our foyer, and they go vertically, not horizontally. So they just take up like a very thin strip. And then there's hooks coming off of that. They start high and go lower. So there's about five or six hooks you can hang things on. But then you're going to have to make a rule in your house saying, family, you can't put your stuff on this. It's just for guests because it could end up getting very crowded looking. Right. You don't want to have this magnet spot where everybody's just dumping their stuff. That's exactly right. Because the last thing right. you want to do is create a landing place for clutter in your More entry. clutter. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's not what you're after. Mm-hmm. But I think it's such a good idea that if you can find those, uh, if you can't go horizontally because of wall space, 
going vertically is such a good idea with someone who does not have an entry. And I have one in my, my, my foyer, my foyer is large, but then also my daughter has one and they don't hang anything on that. That's just for guest company who Mm -hmm. come and need a place to hang a coat or, you know, put a pocketbook over um, one of those hooks or, and they also have just a very, a small place to put umbrellas. I mean, it's just very small, very, they have no furniture. Like I said, the only thing they've made is this um, horizontal shelf almost over the radiator because that's not taking up any space. Although it looks visually very I've pretty. seen those. I think it's but a I'm, great use of space. I love the idea of the little mm-hmm. shelf over the radiator. Well, they found these gorgeous antique corbels from a home in DC and used those as the base to hook them onto the wall. But I really love the idea. Just if, even if you don't have a foyer at all, putting a mirror on a, if you, if you have a perpendicular wall somewhere or next to it, that is such a good idea because I just think it brings more light into your house. And obviously it makes the space look more open. And it's nice to check to make sure you make your um, lipsticks not on crooked and you don't have a hair sticking out somewhere before you open the door. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Another way that you can sort of delineate that space, and this is sort of a a little bit of a little bit of a structural change, but you could add columns somehow. Uh, you know, again, it's hard to visualize everybody's space and how everybody's door swings and what, you know, you're presented with, whether it's a center hole colonial, you know, you've got something on the left and something on the right. But if you stand in your entry space or what you would like to be considered an entry space, think about where you might be able to just drop a column and you can purchase those at the big box stores, even like the Home Depots and whatnot. They have columns made um, or you could have someone create one out of wood or sort of do a hybrid, buy one. And usually they're sort of sort of like some composite material and then maybe Mm -hmm. they want, you could have it trimmed out with nice moldings or something like that. Just dropping a column might just, you know, visually say to people, you know, this is this is the entry. And now when you get beyond that, you're into the rest of the house. Kelly, that's such a good idea. Even though our foyer is, is quite large and very open to uh, our dining room and our living room, where the dining room and living room start, we have like a thin column and a little half wall. Maybe it's mm-hmm. just two feet. Mm-hmm. And that sort of gives you especially when you're talking about the elements of decor, like space, yeah. that makes your eyes say, okay, this is the delineation of the right, space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's a very good visual cue that we just pick up um, without really thinking like, oh, okay, that's where the foyer is. But it makes such a difference in how we see space. Even if we see a column or a column with a half wall, something small because our mind can fill in the the blanks, fill in the space in between. You know, the other thing I was going to say, if even if you don't have a way, you know, like I do in my house to delineate or you don't want to, I think something to just keep in mind as people come in the door is what is that view? Go stand in your door, open the door, and what do you notice first? Where does your eye go? And if you can't 
if you don't have a good feeling for that, take a picture. And the reason I'm saying this is I want you to get a feel for what visitors to your home notice first. What view do they have? And it may be that there's a pile of clutter by your front door. That's where everybody dumps Mm -hmm. everything. And so, I mean, I want you to look at the picture and think about, is this welcoming for guests coming to my house? Do they feel like they should come on in or do they feel like maybe I'm not sure I should come in here or this isn't very welcoming? Anita, Anita, that is such a good idea. Whether you have no foyer, little foyer or a big foyer, I mean, this is a tip for everybody. Stand at your front door and see what people are looking at because it's so important that, that when people step in your front door, that's a first impression. And, you know, whether we like it or not, first impressions are important. Well, and there you can't get it back. You don't get a second chance at a first impression. That's right. That's it. And so you mm-hmm. really want the view to be welcoming. You want it to, you know, just think about what is this view as someone walks in my door? What is it saying? Is it saying you're welcome here? Or is it saying my life is crazy and I'm, it's out of control? I mean, you know, I think that's something to just look at. And it's maybe something as simple as cleaning up a pile by your front door that you can do. Yeah. And we, you know, obviously guests are important, very important and having a welcoming space for them, but you're the one and your family are the ones that will be coming in and out of that door most of the time. And so it should be welcoming for you too. I mean, I'm hearkening back to our recent episode on decorating for wellness. If you come in every time and it's, you know, whether it's 98 degrees Mm -hmm. and you've got a coat rack with scarves and mittens and hats hanging from it, and then you've got a pile of old sneakers that probably should make their way to, you know, being recycled or goodwill, you know, just old stuff that people aren't even using. Sometimes umbrellas if it's not rainy season you're just stuff you don't need it's always rainy by the door is a magnet it's always rainy season here (laughs) we're not in california (laughs) not all of us (laughs) well yeah well whatever i'm you know you you fill in the blank whatever your season it isn't then you know take it away from the door it doesn't need to be you have a good point i mean it should be welcoming for you as well i wonder if most people are like us we're the front doors where visitors come, but we come in the back door where our cars are. So mm-hmm. I, we so don't do really we. use the front door much unless we're walking the door. We come yeah. through our garage. Yeah, we do come through the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure a lot of people these days do. We don't. And we didn't in our other house either, actually. Uh, in other houses in New York, we had. But the same holds true. Then you have two areas that, you know, should be, mm-hmm. should make you happy when you walk in the door. And you can, you know, you may not have a, formal entry that you want to create, like we're talking about today, if you're coming in through the garage, that's fine. That's, you know, your more casual entry, but it still should be tidy Mm -hmm. and make sense and have a place for everything. So you don't have to walk in. The first thing you see is chaos. Like if you come in from a long day and you know, people are hungry and things need to get done and whether it's homework or your own work or anything needs to happen. Really, do you really need to see a, a pile of stuff sitting by the entry? Wherever you walk mm-hmm. into your house, that is no. so true. And you know, and here's another thing: people get sort of mess blind. You know, if you have something there long enough, you can overlook it. But I think psychologically, you know, it's there. 
So it's a good idea to make sure what you see in front of you is really nice. And also, let's say we should do one coming in through the back door. Let's say, I mean, we come in through our garage. The most important thing for me is we do have a closet on the one side, but as a place to put my keys that I can just grab. So we just have a place that we can do that. And we have um, a vertical, it almost looks like an, like one of those accordion, like baby gates, but it has like pegs on it that we hung on the wall. And so when um, like our family comes, because they often come in the back door, they can use that too. So those are, those are the two things I was concerned about. Where am I going to put my keys that we will not lose them? Um, because nothing is worse to me than having an appointment and you can't find your keys and you need your keys to get there. And then the other thing is, is a place where we can neatly hang up instead of going into the closet. A lot of my family just likes to throw their, their coats on this coat rack, but when they go, it all goes out with them. Go out with you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Another thing that I want to talk about is my dream entry. Does anyone have a dream entry? Or are you happy with your entries? I think I have my dream entry. Oh, you do. I my know, dream entry. I've had three other entries before this one that okay. were dream. <laughs> okay, yeah, my my ultimate dream entry. But I mean, it would have the house would be have to be so ridiculously large that you know I probably wouldn't want to have a house that big because mm-hmm. you have a house that you have to take care of that's that big. But I know I have this. Um, magazine page pulled out and it just keeps going from file to file as the years go on. And it's, I think it's a, from a house in the Hamptons, but you open up the, you know, it's the view from inside the house looking out. So you're looking at the entry and then you're looking out the front door, which is beautiful. And it's, it's this big area with a large round pedestal table. Uh And in the center of it is a big vase or urn filled with flowers and branches, you know, that just goes on and on and on. And it's just spectacular. And, you know, I think I'll probably never have an entry like that in my lifetime, but that's okay, you know, because it would be lovely to, to have all that space and be able to decorate it that way. But mm-hmm. if I, you know, I've, I, you dial it back to the reality, you can still have little bits of, of whatever your dream entry is, no matter what you've got going on there. You know, whether it's just a really pretty rug that, you know, pulls in the colors of your palette or, uh, you know, a darling little table that you've picked up somewhere with just the right size drawer, or you just get yourself a little bud vase, you know, and that, is kind of what I'm doing here. And it makes me happy every time I walk in the door. And that's what's important. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, you just, it's got to be something that works for you and, and that you feel like it's welcoming for your guests. I think that's, I mean, if you've got that accomplished, I think you're done. And I think those, I absolutely agree with you, Anita. I think those are the two most important things. Does it work for you? Does it make your guests feel welcome? Bam, done. If we started out with that, we wouldn't have had a podcast today. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> but there were a lot of good tips. So if you have um, some questions about your entry or you know ideas that you wanted to bounce off us, feel free to send us an email because, as you know, we are here to help you create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody, we want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com, 
or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. So until next time.